Okay, so what are main character moments? You know those moments where it's like you're doing something and then you're just like, oh fuck, I am the protagonist of reality. Like, I'm the main character. So, like, it was two o'clock in the morning and my friends and I were all a bit drunk. And we were That's in a fine. children's we were in a children's playground. And we were yeah. all sad. Oh, we've done that. Yeah. <laughs> I, everyone's been there. <laughs> yeah. We were all very sad. And then I was... You know one of those, like, spiderweb swings? The ones you sit in? And it goes... Yeah. yeah. The circles? Yeah. yeah. Like the, yeah. They're like a little bowl. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so I was, like, lying in one with my friend Victor... And we were both looking up at the stars and talking. And I'm like, damn, this is a main character moment. Like, I'm a fucking John Green protagonist now. <laughs> I remember last having... time I was... Oh, sorry. No, no, you go for it first. Last time I was in one of those swings was... I don't know if Elka was in the swing with me, but I know she was at the party, I think. And we were in a... Like, the playground was in a forest. It was for Dom's birthday. Elka, and yes. we were telling horror stories. Yes. It was not a great idea. It, it was, was a great idea. In a forest. Yeah. Great idea. Mm-hmm. Um, my last time having a moment... No, no, I've had lots of main character moments, but my last time having a moment like that, and it was like 2018, 2017, I just started college, and um, I was at a, par- a Halloween party. And I hadn't, you know, I had been nearly gone out with a boy the previous year. So my last was this year, one so of the rugby like, boys. It was one of the rugby boys, but he didn't play rugby. Uh-huh. Um, this was post kind of all the rugby boy shenanigans happening. So I hadn't kissed anybody yet because just that's just I gone went to an old girls' school and that's how it be sometimes. And I'm at this party and there's a guy that I, I went to school with at this party as well, and. Um, where I was at my friend's house and my friend's house, right beside her house is a big, is a forest it's only like a small forest, it's like you know, you could walk through it in like 30 seconds, it's just like little patch of trees and um, this guy was trying to go upstairs in her house and I was like excuse me, absolutely fucking not what are you doing? And he was like, oh um, I really need to pee and I, I just, you know, I don't want to do it in her garden so I was just going to go upstairs and I was like, just go outside to the forest. And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, like, I'll show you where it is. So I brought this guy outside. All Did my friends saw him? No, all my friends saw me and were like, what What in the absolute world is Hannah about to do in this forest with this boy? Because half of them were like, it's murder time. And the other half were like, what? And, um, I really hope this story ends in murder. Yeah. <laughs> um, so <laughs> we go outside. <laughs> And I go outside with this guy and he goes and pees in like beside a tree and I, you know, stand away being respectful. And we're going back into the house. We've gone like 30 seconds at this stage. Like it's it's not been a while. And um I'm walking and he like grabs me by the hand and is like, Hey, can I talk to you about something? And I was oh, like, Okay. And he like sits down and he's like, Okay, oh, sit down beside me. And oh, I no. sit down beside him. And he like starts to lean in and I had this thought process go through my head of I don't particularly like this boy but I know the two guys that used to fancy me are probably watching so I'm gonna 
if this if this is what I think is about to happen is gonna happen, I'm gonna do this. Do you wanna know what happened, guys? <laughs> yeah, he had but at you. He came I... out to me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's perfect. I love it. <laughs> oh, I thought he was gonna say he had a crush on you and then kiss you, but no. Similar ish one, but less <laughs> funny. Just, I was. I'm not like a party person. Or mm-hmm. I didn't used to be in high school. I was more of one in university because I had f- fun friends to go with. But like in high school, yeah. I just didn't care about parties at all. Mm-hmm. But then, for some reason, I agreed to go to one with one of my friends. And then, like, 20 minutes before I was going to leave, or like, I was already in the car on my way there, my friend let me know that she couldn't make it. So I ended up at this party on my own. And I didn't didn't know anyone, I was just there on my own, it was super awkward. Um, So I was like, okay, because my parents brought me, so I was like, I'm not immediately gonna call them back, because... Like, yeah. 20 minute drive, I'll just like wait it out for an hour before I call him. Uh, so I was just like awkwardly standing there, and then I saw some people from a sports club I was in. And it was like, you know, we were friends because we were in the same sports club, but it's not like yeah. we were actually friends, friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I kind of went over to them, and at some point I went outside to just get some fresh air, and because I got tired of being inside. And one of the guys came with me. And then, mm-hmm. like, asked to talk to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, told, obviously then told me he had a crush on me. And I was like, mm-hmm. this is extremely awkward. Because I didn't feel the same. Yeah. And I was stuck at this party. So I had to be like, uh, I'm very sorry. And then I, I think, I don't remember if I then immediately called my parents. Or if I just, like, stayed for a bit longer. But that was, yeah, very yeah. super awkward. Oh, it's tragic. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Yeah, right? Mm. Um, do you know what's that, not tragic? That's the bad. That's, yeah, that's the bad ending. <laughs> <laughs> this is the bad place. This is the bad place. Do you know what's not the bad place, guys? What? What? Um, you know, when you're at like a nice couch, like a house party with your friends, and it's like, it's only, like, 20 people that you know really well, and you're in, like, one really cramped room, and someone has, like, brought a stereo system, and you're listening to a playlist that you've all made together, and, like, you're not even drinking that much. You're just kind of hanging out in each other's company, and it's it's a good time. That's not a bad place. You know who was in a bad place? Um, Oi. Carlos? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, I <Hey-o>. I I was like, do you know what's a bad place? And I was like, no, 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 we're going to subvert their expectations. Because <laughs> um, I'm unique like that. Because I am the main character. Nigel. Um, Nigel is. You're not like other girls. Oh, boy. Guys, do you, you know how... You about horror fiction. No, do you know want to know how not like other girls I was today? Oh, my God. Wow. This is going to hurt me, isn't it? It really is. I was watching Formula One, eating chicken wings, and drinking cider. And once I finished that, I went and made a dress. <laughs> yeah, that's very much not like other girls in the yeah. movies. That was I my know. soul leaving my fucking yeah. body. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. The, it's the, the chicken wings with the Formula One that really finishes it. 
It's the race mm. day wings. It's a family tradition. That's okay. Should we talk about Carlos though? We really should talk about <laughs> Carl's. Um I've given my family Formula One brain worms. And speaking of worms, welcome, uh, folks, to the Archive Admirers, our bi-weekly show about the Magnus Archives by Rusty Quill, the hit horror drama podcast. As always, I am joined by my wonderful co-host, Nigel. The main character. Faust. Can I be the quirky sidekick? Sure. No, wait, I'm the gay friend. Never mind. And as always, the murderer who likes to kill teenagers for having unprotected sex and being mildly racist, Elka! Hi. <laughs> and as always, I'm your fourth host. You're, you're the final girl, I guess. I'm the final girl. Um, I, I do wear a lot of say, like... <laughs> I thought you were going to say fourth horseman, and I was like, okay, I guess this... Wait, who... Kind of just... Oh my god, yeah. Like, fuck Magnus Archives. Yeah. Forget about that shit. <laughs> Can I be a war? Yeah. Dope. Yeah, uh, you. Yeah. What are the Fuck other your ones? your zodiac sign, which There's is a four horse in the apocalypse. Death are you? Death There's death pollution. Pestilence. Yeah. Pollution oh. is from good omens. It's it yeah, but because they've. Yeah. Yeah, and death, and famine. And famine. I'll I be think death. Elgo should be death. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I'll be right, famine. That's... Alright, so that makes me pestilence. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> um, besides being the four hostmen of the apocalypse, what we do here on the show... The four hostmen. Ah, that... oh, I fucking boy, hate you boy, for... Boy, I wish... Oh. I thought you did that on purpose, Hannah. I, did I say that? I think that's what I heard. Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, You're already hearing the puns, even though they haven't been made yet. It's just... Oh boy, this is so chaotic already. It is, it truly is. Yeah. Um, what we do here it's is that we not... discuss... It... Nigel, let me introduce the show for fuck's sake. Because of, like, gender. But... Let me introduce the show! <laughs> Stop it! Ah! Okay, Carlos, let's go. <laughs> um, for those who haven't listened to the show before, besides driving me fucking up the wall... What we do here is each episode we discuss another episode of the Magnus Archives. This week we're discussing episode 16, uh, Acrophobia. So we have our kind of general discussion after doing the episode summary, and then we enter a bit of the spoiler zone where my three other co-hosts discuss all the spoiler stuff to do with Magnus. And then at the end we do Prediction Corner, Uncanny Valley, and then we plug some pluggables. Um, yeah. Anything else you guys want to join in before we jump into the summary? I apologize for cursing, but we are at least half an hour into recording, and we've just introduced the show, so I felt like you guys had to be shouted at a little bit. I'm sorry. Nothing that? Cool. I feel bad now. <laughs> I mean, obvious uh, warning that we're going to mention spiders, and if you're scared of spiders, this might not be for you. Yeah. Like, if you hadn't guessed from the title. Of the episode that we're it's listening not a, to. It's not a fun one. <laughs> it's not a good time. Yeah. 
Um, Nigel, do you want to take it away now with the summary? Yeah. All right. So this is a statement of paradox. Oh, Nigel, you've cut out. Hello? Yeah, you're back. Okay. This is statement of Carlos Vittery regarding his arachnophobia and its manifestations. So this is, um, you know, this is this kind of starts off like this episode in a relatively sane way, where it, you know you're laying down the facts. Where it's like, I hate spiders. I know an awful lot of people don't like spiders, uh, but I, you know, I'm not like other arachnophobes. Um, the where I I don't mind the sight of spiders. Like I can watch I can watch documentaries and I can watch films and stuff with spiders, but it's uh, knowing that a spider is near, uh, potentially waiting to crawl uh, on me that I don't like. That that's what gets me. And they've got dumb, stupid, fucking faces, and I fucking hate them. Okay. Car- if you couldn't guess, Carlos hates spiders. Um, yeah. So he, like he, you know, he says he can stare at them all day long, but uh, one day he's out and he's having a smoke in his garden, and there was a spider there. Um, and he's like, even though it's tiny, he uh, he gets really, really afraid, and runs inside. And as he looks around, he sees that there's more and more uh, spider, like dozens of spiders lurking around him. And he's like, well, this must mean there's hundreds of them that I can't see, because if there's one thing worse than visible spiders, it's spiders who can turn invisible. Um, and so he's just like, he has the completely what. Were you gonna say something? No, I just I made a funny noise and I was like, I'm my my mic's mute. I I need to unmute myself. Please continue. Yeah, no, it, it came up. It came up like your icon, and I was just <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> nah. Uh, yeah. So he has the completely measured response of being like, oh well, I've seen a spider too many here, um, and so I'm just not going to live here anymore. Um, and so he, you know, he lives in London. He's like, things move fast when you're living in the fast lane. Um, and so he, you know, he ends up in this place in Boothby Road in Archway. Um, and so it, this one, it, it, you know, it's the worst place for spiders because it's all uh, concrete, very brutalist almost. You know, concrete driveways, parking spaces. The only kind of place for things to grow there's a few window boxes and it's a really old place um, and he's up on the second floor and because the place is happy with pets he gets a cat which he calls uh, Major Tom and he's like I know this is a bit too like you don't particularly care but uh, I need to let you know and so uh, his routine his routine is like if he sees a spider he gets the cat to go into the room and he closes the door and leaves it until the cat um, comes back. Or, you know, until the cat has, in theory, dealt with the spider. And so um, uh, he, our building ha- our building got infected with um, weird little maggots. They're uh, small and silver, and they're that's what the spiders are eating. Um, and then he sees that there, you know, like, there's a new spider. And it's not like other spiders. Because uh, when it looks at him, he gets the feeling that it's looking back at him. Uh, and it hates him just as much as he hates it. And there is no... There's no enemies to Lover's Ark on this one, folks. Gonna be honest with you. 
I hate how we've accidentally made this into the John Green episode. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hello and welcome to John Green Admirers. I'm your host. <laughs> Kill me, please. <laughs> please continue. I'm I'm your host, Myrna Mount Weasel. Um, uh, uh, my name is Eleanor, or what was that? No, Catherine. There's an abundance yes. of me. Some See, of when you you, reference. <laughs> yeah, w when you said that it sounded altogether more charming than, like, you know, my name is Catherine, there's an abundance of me than just, oh, an abundance of Catherines. Uh, yeah. Right. Um, anyway. I am now tangenting the summary, and I'm becoming everything I hate, so I'm going to shut the fuck up. Um. <laughs> yeah, so this is, uh, you know, it's not a particularly big spider, but it has, like, a big swollen, grotesque belly, um, and it's got a uh, fat bull, you know, like, it's fat, it's bulbous, and he could smell the venom that he knew dripped uh, on its fangs, because uh, it, there's one thing Carlos is, if there's one thing Carlos is, it's fucking extra. <laughs> and yeah. so he's like, yeah, you get in there and deal with that Major Tom. And, uh, yeah, he's just like, yeah, you'll deal with that. And so he's going and watching TV, and then, like, time goes by, and he opens the door, and he feels something furry brush against his leg, and he's like, oh, God, oh, fuck, it's the spider. But no, it's Major Tom hurrying out of the room. Where he, uh, and he turns into he turns back to the room, and because uh, he thinks, oh, job done. The cat has uh, done, done the job, get rid of the spider. But no, he turns back, and the spider is in the same spot. And he uh, quite quite meanly refers to Major Tom as a useless bag of fur, even though he admits that maybe having the cat is a bit of a placebo and doesn't actually do anything. Um, and so he's, he's just there frozen for basically an hour uh, watching the spider. And then he goes over to the spider and prepares it... Uh, and it goes to hit it with a mug, and then it moves slightly. It gives him a little jump scare, and he throws the mug at the wall, uh, and it hits the spider, and the mug shatters. And so then later on, he goes and comes back to pick up the bits of the the mug that had broken, and on the back of one, he sees um, a vivid smear on it, which is uh, you know, which makes him think that oh well, at least the spider is dead, uh, and Mr. Uh, Major Tom is just watching events unfold basically um yeah so then it's like a bit afterwards and he's watching tv and he goes to turn on the tv um but he hadn't turned on the satellite box so the screen is blue and so he's like oh yeah i'll just reach for the remote and then he notices that it, the screen's not empty on the screen there's a big black spider on it and he just knows it's the same spider it's like that meme from uh, "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia," where they look across the uh, they look across the dining room and notice one another, Charlie and uh, Mac, and they're like, Ugh. "I don't know. I have I've only seen the meme. I presume that's what it's like. I presume one of them is a spider in disguise." Um, it's actually both of them. Um, they're both yeah. Spider Men. Oh, actually. That that yeah, Charlie in "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia" has a spider song. So, no. we've blown we've blown the case wide open. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, so he's like, if I wasn't sitting down, I would I would have just run away. So he gets to his feet, uh, and he 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 thinks he's moving towards it, and 
he lifts his leg and kicks the television, fucking flattening the spider, just gone. And he he nearly electrocutes himself, but he's like, that's, you know, I didn't realize I had that in me, but as long as the spider is dead, I can do without TV. Uh, throws away uh, the TV and burns the shoe, and then is like, yeah, let's go back to normal. Uh, and then all of this, he's like, yeah, there's no doubt about it. It's the same spider. He came back from the dead um, and starts, uh, you know, starts thinking his cat is looking at, he, at him pityingly. Uh, two weeks later, uh, like, things have rapidly gone downhill. He's calling in sick to his job. But two weeks later, the spider has come back and it's above his bed on the wall where his head usually rests. Uh, and so then he's like, I oh, wait, I've seen this spider before from across the restaurant of time, perhaps. And so he says he wasn't like originally born with the spider, um, with fear of spiders, that when he was uh, about six, he was living in uh, Southampton near the New Forest. And, you know, it's like at the edge of a suburb. And there's uh, sometimes there's horses. Horses are good. Um, and so he's there and he is like he goes over to a fallen log and you know there's there's something in it and he doesn't recognize this and because he's a child he uh, like there's a spider on it and it doesn't move and so he you know he's like the cruel what's that Shakespeare quote as flies to wanton boys are we to the gods they kill us for their sport you know so he uh, kills the spider and accidentally destroys the egg sac so thousands upon thousands of tiny little spiders start creeping and crawling all over him and they cover his face and his hands and his eyes and he's like yeah that's uh you know that's why I'm afraid of spiders and fucking rightly so oops old um, trauma as the meme goes yeah exactly um and so then we we flash we uh slap back to reality oh there goes gravity oh the spider is still there and he refers to it as a ghost spider because why the fuck not um and he feels it cr like he crushes it beneath his hand and then once it once he's gotten back in control he spends the rest of his night washing his hand and then he's like yeah no i'm moving out of this building as well and then he's like you know i know this is i know this sounds crazy i don't expect you to believe ghost spiders but you know have at it how was that yeah? Perfect. Practically per- uh, what is it? Perfectly, Perfectly splendid. splendid. Perfectly oh boy. <laughs> I love how you all knew what I was talking about. <laughs> That's a callback, baby, to episode four, I want to say. Really? Yeah, we talked no, about that. We already talked about it, yeah. Yeah. Oh no, episode eight, I think. Why did Elka sound like she was standing in a cave? Okay, your mic's Maybe really I am. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, Lots of caves in Mechelo. <laughs> Maybe I'm not in Mechelo. Should we mention where you live? No, well, we have don't now, talk to yourself. So... <laughs> Do we want to start off by talking about how this is the first episode that calls back to Squirm, our favorite episode? Or do yeah, we want I'm to talk still... about glad you noticed because I was I heard the thing like the silvery worms and I was like hey that's from Squirm and then I looked 
at the transcript of Squirm, and they just say that there's worms. It doesn't mention them being silvery or whatever. So there's like, maybe I'm making this connection up, but you also got it. So how well, I know- it, it definitely it, says they're silver, right? No, well, I, I googled the transcript for Squirm, and I did the CGLF thing for silver, and there is no match. There's only a match if you look for worm. And then it's just like, oh yeah, there's a bunch of worms. So, how I think it's connected is in... Okay, Hannah, you think of these things, and we'll, we'll look at the transcript. <laughs> so, in the, I'm looking at the transcript right now. So, in the transcript, he says when he moves, he went, I found a place in Boltby Road in Archway, while nearby Elkhorn Road was full of houses and gardens, blah, blah, blah. If you look back at Squirm, he says, when your man is talking about... Oh, what's her name? I'm very sorry. Oh. Harriet. When he's talking about Harriet, and Harriet's talking about when she got attacked by the woman, she goes, she lived up an archway on a street named Elthord Road and had been walking home you around midnight. You remember the street name? I, rem- I recognize the street name and I just checked it there. Holy so shit. It's just, so he moves, and even better than this, I checked the dates because I'm psychotic. Yeah, so, no. Same. (laughs) (laughs) So, the original statement from Timothy Hodge is December 9, 2014. This statement from Carlos is the the 9th of April, 2015. So that's what? The guts of four months later, give or take? Yeah. Um, It doesn't say when he moved, but you get the impression this has been going on for a few weeks. So... This isn't that far after Timothy Tahaj and Harriet have her encounter. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, concerning because that means um, whatever happened to Harriet, it's not just localized to Harriet. It's like lo- there's something wrong in that entire area, which is a bit concerning. Mm. I think, uh, as I did in, in one of the previous episodes, I'm just going to insert the clip of um, the prediction here. Uh, whoosh sound effect. There we go. Also, uh, I found the thing. I remember that month there had been a few of them. Our building had acquired something of an infestation of some sort of insect I didn't recognize. Small, silvery worms, almost like maggots, but slightly longer. And I assumed that they provided a good meal for the eight-legged little monsters. So yeah, so that's the This two. is what Carlos says. Yeah. Yes. That's so weird, because I searched for silver and I didn't get it. I probably just did it wrong. No, I mean, it mightn't show up if it's silvery, who knows. Yeah, so yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'm checking the Squirm transcript now. Man, we, we're 16 episodes in and we've reached searching the transcripts live on air. Um, <laughs> this, is a, <laughs> this is perfect. Okay, but it is pretty cool that we both got the squirm, or we all got the squirm connection, but via two different paths. Because yeah. you and Elka recognized the street, and I got the mm-hmm. worm thingy. Mm. Yeah, but also I didn't make that connection on my first time around. I only noticed it this time, when I was yeah, reading same. the transcript. I didn't realize it all the first time. See, I think I, I, I was so... I've been so tuned in to, like... Mm trying to connect things back to how I predicted that when it was like worms and I was like I know an episode where there was a lot of worms so even when I was listening to it I kind of made a note to note down the names of it and I checked when I 
looked at the transcript after as I was listening to it, I went, haha. Um But yeah. I yeah, the whole thing with I understand the Johnny Sims, the archivist, doesn't believe any of this shit is happening, but it feels very stupid of him not to connect the two events. At this point, it feels like willful ignorance. Because all, all yeah. the other statements, I could have been like, yeah, I get the doubt and the hesitation. But for this one, it's literally like, this guy is speaking about fighters attacking him, which sounds completely wacko. But he literally got found covered in spider webs. Like, if even if you don't really believe there's something, like, go research a little bit. Give it some sort of credit. Credit yeah. and see what's up instead of going like, nah, this is just bullshit. Like mm. you're a researcher, bruh. Do your job. And maybe that's a an, an aspect of it if we're listening to it as listeners to a, a horror podcast, so we're looking out for all these details, but the archivist isn't necessarily doing that in his point of view. So maybe that's just us running into it, and maybe that's a bit of bias we have, but still. Ah cool. <laughs> um He works in a place that researches supernatural shit, so he should be looking for supernatural shit. That is also true. Yeah, that's exactly it. Like, up until now, I was pretty understanding of, like, you gotta have, you can't just accept anyone who comes into the uh, institute, of course. You have to have some sort of cause for research, and and at this point, it's like, John, you're just being obtuse. Yeah, just being a fucking idiot. Yeah. Yeah. But do we think... Do we think it's intentional that this connection isn't made? You know, because, like, both you and I, Faust, had the experience of we didn't clock it the first time around, and now we're like, oh, silver worms. And so, obviously, like, there's no doubt that it's... Like, there's no doubt that it's intentional, because as Hannah and Elka found, it's, it's the same location. Whereas, like, when you just read silver worms in a statement, you know, you don't necessarily... I'm not not even talking about the connection between uh, Squirm and this one. I'm talking about Oh, no, that was was Hannah's original point, right? Uh, That he's not making this connection? uh, I I just meant that Carlos is found covered in spiderwebs, and John still goes, like, nah, this is bullshit. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That he didn't see the connection seems fair to me. He's just really into Halloween. <laughs> I mean, is he I, is he you know gestures at someone who died covered up in spider webs after making a statement about being terrorized by spiders? Really into Halloween? <laughs> well, I I, I yeah. think the way they're trying to play it is, or the way I always felt that they tried to play it is that John is just he doesn't want to know. You know, yeah. I would also not. I would rather keep believing that it's all not connected and that it's all explainable. You know, that it's not a creepy supernatural thing. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I I guess it's the kind of like it's different for us because we're viewing all of these stories in this this sequence that we listen to them in. And we're listening, mm. like, okay, yeah, we have two weeks between, you know, releases and stuff, but it's been ten episodes since Squirm, and 
that it came out originally the 1st of May 2016 where Squirm came out. Let's see. April 3rd. So that's what? Two, three months? Um, yeah. You know, and it's... I guess you could assume that, that it's not, you know, we're listening to it. It's been 10 episodes between. There could be hundreds and thousands of transcripts that the archivist has gone through since then. So maybe it's just... It's kind of selective bias where I'm like, why are you not seeing the... Where's your Pepe Silvia board, Johnny? What the fuck? But maybe for him, it's like it's just not even something he would consider because there's just so much data coming from him. I don't know. Yeah, I can see that he didn't make the connection between Squirm and Arachnophobia. I'm yeah. just stuck on him not even considering the possibility of something it being is, yeah. with the body covered in spiderwebs. That's just that just seems like bad researching to me. Well, especially as well, considering that the body seems to have died because of spider webs. Yeah, like you choked on them. Yeah. Oh, it's so horrible. It's so horrible. I hate it so much. I had, so I had, at the beginning of the episode, when Carlos is describing, like, seeing the spiders in his uh, garden yeah. and how it's, like, hanging. And I'm like, I'm not scared of spiders. I just, I don't care about them. They don't do anything for me. But the way he described them, I was like, well, now I am scared of spiders, thanks. Like, oh, like, no. he, he described it so vividly, I was like, yeah, I see why people are scared. Yeah, that's he, the way he describes it is also sort of the way I react to seeing a spider. Once I see one, I'm like, they could be everywhere. And then I have to check all the corners of the room just to see if there aren't any more of them. Like, if I see one in my bedroom before I go to sleep, it has to die and then I have to check all the corners or I won't sleep. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I, I really don't like spiders. Damn. I have a I have a meme. Oh dear. Which I am I... now typing into a statement of Joe Spooky regarding sinister happenings. People Can are we explain what the statement of Joe Spooky is to the listeners or No, I yeah, feel, I feel like listeners will know. Do you know? Discord meme channel, just... Oh, I thought you meant in the concept, or in the context of Magnus. Um, oh, they'll figure that I, out. I don't know who Joe Spooky is, I'm presuming it's like... You'll some, figure it out. It's either some meme character that people have invented for, um... Like, the show. Kind of like that meme character they invented for season three of Taz, or it's some wacky ass statement that happens in like season four or something. Uh huh. Sure. Mhm. Well, it's there now. Um, <laughs> returning back to to arachnophobia, is there anything you guys want to discuss about this statement itself? Because I feel like it's the interesting things about this statement for me, anyway, are the connections to Squirm, obviously. And it's a very good story about, like, being scared of spiders that isn't just a typical, like, I'm scared of have legs and stuff. Like, it's a good creepy story, but it's not, like, the most amazing horror thing I've ever heard. Um, No, it's not top of my list. I did like the way he describes how he's scared of the spider, because for me it was very relatable. Mm -hmm. I like that he got Major Tom. That's like, okay, this is a sensible solution and also the cutest name. I love mm-hmm. the cat. Major Tom, MVP as fuck. MVP of the story. Yeah. I oh, think, by the way... Abandoned. Oh, I love that Major Tom fucking left. Like, it's... 
first of all, it's very funny. But also, second, it makes things kind of more scary because, mm. you know, when I was home alone as a child, I tended to be scared because we we're living in the middle of fucking nowhere. It's like something could come in from the garden or whatever. But we had a dog, and right now we have two dogs. Um, so when I'm home alone, I just always keep an eye on the dogs to make sure nothing's fucked up is happening. So then to hear him be like, yeah, I got a cat to protect me from the spiders. But then the cat just leaves when yeah. things are going wrong. I'm like, that's actually terrifying. Yeah, that's a sign that you should also leave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's also so horrifying as well that it's like, if Carlos hadn't moved from his first house, he might still be alive. Like, because it's not like, oh, there was other stories we've had before. Maybe I'm misremembering it where it was like something was like following the person. Um, mm. Or maybe I'm thinking of like a different story. But it's like the idea of like, if he just kind of stayed where he was, he'd, he'd be, you know. I don't know, because the way he described the first incident, right? He's on his mm -hmm. porch, he sees one spider, and then he keeps looking at his garden and whenever wherever he looks there's spiders yeah and that felt to me like there was definitely a supernatural amount of spiders in his garden and they were gonna get him in that house too like because usually maybe it was just exaggerating because he was scared but like if we take what he's saying as a fact we take it as face value that's not a normal amount of spiders to have in your garden oh that's true yeah, and also the fact that, well, he's been, that that his fear of, spider, of spiders got induced for that one childhood event. Like, the spiders are definitely chasing him. This is, this is the way I'm seeing it or reading it. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know, I don't think they're chasing him. I think, like... This one spider is hella mad that he <laughs> killed all her children. That's the <laughs> way this like, is... <laughs> taken, but with spiders. <laughs> yeah, I will find you. No, because I I think if it, if it was something of like if it was this guy was being haunted by the ghost spider all his life, I feel like he would have seen the ghost spider beforehand. Like it's not, you know, he he gets freaked out because he sees a bunch of spiders in his back garden, and maybe that's what again it's one of those instances of like some spooky dooky entity is like has picked Carlos. And they want to, like, ensnare Carlos, so they kind of organize a way that, that he moves out of his house. But even then, like, how does it even know if he's going to move into near where Squirm happened? I think he just, he moved in somewhere, and then everything happened. And then whatever entity is, like, feeding off of stuff in, around the archway was like, ah, this person has a lingering fear of spiders and like i don't know maybe we can like look into his mind and see all his like fucking fears and stuff in his dreams i don't know um but yeah i don't think it's i don't think it's been following him maybe i'm wrong maybe you guys know everything and you're like ha 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 this fool this fool carlos is one of the 12 uh victims that was picked in a ritual in 1997 and they're all secretly dying in these bizarre rituals based on their childhood <laughs> trauma wah what? I just think it's... You're fucking right. How did you guess? <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's weird that it make your thing makes sense in that how could it possibly know he would move so close to Gorm? But it's just so weird to me that there were so many spiders in his original home. 
I, I've been in back gardens where there's been hunking lots of spiders. It's not that, you know, surprising. But maybe that's just my experience. Maybe you're being haunted by spiders. Please don't. I'm, re- I'm actually very, very scared of spiders. Oh, okay. So Sorry. Now you're gone. Um, when I was little, I was in the holidays in Italy, and my mom got bitten by the spider, and she had to go to hospital for like two days. Oh, no. She's yeah, fine. But, yeah, but now your mother can uh, swing from tall buildings. No. <laughs> Her foot just swelled up real big. Um, oh shit! Sorry. <laughs> it's grand. I have yeah. some things about this episode. Yes, please continue. Okay, so, uh, wait, well, fuck! What was the first one? I don't know. Uh, maybe the, no. It was a spo- The first one was a spoiler one, but I liked, I liked the fact that um, I could put my degree to use, in the sense that. After he kills the spider, he spends the whole night um, washing his hand, and that feels very mm. much like Lady Macbeth after yes. you know the guilt of um, which it's a strange parallel to make because the thing that Lady Macbeth has done is a crime against basically nature and the established order of things, and so she ends up out out damn spotting. Um, whereas Carlos is like, I've killed a spider, which has come back from the dead. I mean, Macbeth has ghosts as well. So really, um, the ghost of Banquo is just a spider. Um, yeah. Boy. Can I ask a very ignorant question? May I what? first no. preface? May I first preface this with? Um, it seems that every piece of media is just that media, but with spiders. No. Um, <laughs> well, what crime does yeah. Lady Macbeth commit in Macbeth? Because I actually haven't she read it or kills. seen it. She kills. So it starts with like a battle and then Lord Macbeth gets like a vision of three witches telling him that he's gonna be king and he's like cool whatever he tells his wife Lady Macbeth and she's like cool we're gonna help this vision along you gotta go kill the king um which he does but like he doesn't clean up the crime scene or whatever I don't remember the details no, he she was went... real stressed about it. He didn't really want to, and she was like, "Yes, this vision. It means we have to kill the king." And yeah, so well, he was like, "Okay, right. it's murder time, boys. Let's go." Yeah, so yeah. she convinces because I think it's Lord Macbeth who actually does the murdering, right? But he doesn't yes. do it right, so she has to go back and clean yes. shit up, and that's how she gets all of the blood on her. And then you get out, out, that's bald because the blood doesn't get out. So yeah. the crime is killing the king. Macbeth is haunted by sound. Um, he mm. Macbeth ha- Mac- and the fact that he did it in the dead of night, like he has killed sleep, and he you know he hears a noise constantly. And Lady Macbeth has a very physical reminder of you know she's literally got blood on her hands, and so Carlos kills a spider, and so he's haunted them by manifestations of said spider. It also I like it. At first, like if we go the less supernatural route. Because up until John, join, up until John says that Carlos died by spiderweb, I was thinking that Carlos might have like some sort of neurosis about it, because like washing the hands and there were other things he did that I can't remember right this instant. But it sounded to me like he was having some sort of obsession and meltdown about it because he's like he couldn't sleep he was just like stuck yeah and, like when he's in the chair and he can't move it's like this 
vaguely sounds like it could be a panic attack. Mm. Yeah. So like, I was willing to go with her out of he's just having a breakdown in combination with some other mental stuff. Yeah, it definitely feels like it could be read as uh, I don't know, like misophonia or germ germophobia for yeah. Yeah. Uh cross with like well, along with um some form of O C D. Yeah. But at the same time ghost spiders. I, yeah, I, I feel like it's probably ghost spiders since we're listening to a supernatural podcast, but like No, that's a big reveal, Hannah House and Guess. Wait, fuck, sorry. None of this is real, it's all Scooby Doo. <laughs> what? They're what? all rationally explainable. <laughs> yeah, they're all just old white men trying to steal land or money. <laughs> Sometimes women, hashtag girl boss. Um no, but it's like I do. I do think you're you're onto something, Faust, and it's kind of. I think it ties back into that that thing we were giving out out about earlier, where we were like, why is the archivist not realizing all the spooky dooky stuff is happening? Is it is it winning well ignorance? Jesus, I could not say that word. Is um, it wig smash? Wig <laughs> But I, it's it's kind of like it is an ability to be like rationalize everything because they probably do get a lot of like fucking trippy ass statements you know um yeah but hey um is there any wonderful kind of day wow um i was recently listening to episode 12 because that just dropped uh last week when we're recording this i like i like telling giving listeners clues Mm -hmm. when we're recording so they can build their own timeline um (laughs) and there's a good like three minute section in that where we just go wow um, so I apologize. Uh, <laughs> I apologize, everyone who's listening to this in October, whenever it comes out. Um, a three-minute session where we do what? We just started doing the Wario noise, noise for like oh. a good yeah. I remember this. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it was it was not good. I remember very little. <laughs> um, speaking of remembering, is there any last-minute bits and bobs we want to talk about before you guys jump into spoiler zone? Um, how do you like this episode? I think we're all a bit... It gave me a new appreciation of people who fear spiders. Yeah. yeah it's not my just... favorite. Yeah, no, right. It's, it's... it's not bad, it's just like, sure, there's not much to talk about, I Yeah, feel. solidly in the middle, you know? Yeah. yeah. It kind of reminds me of, I think it's Alone, where it's like... Yeah. Yeah, that's the story. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I would just like to say uh, kindly, Johnny Sims, fuck you. <laughs> he is a wow. bit of a dick, isn't he? Yeah, just why Why do you have to write this? Why do you have to write this? I'm not afraid of spiders, but like, now I am. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I'm going to see a spider now, I'm going to think, hey, is this going to wrap me? How long would it take to die like that? Uh, I don't I think to know. I was aware. Uh, was no. in there. No. See, it, I know. I, I, I'm. I know how spiders work. So no, normally, <laughs> leave spiders it work as you. I know how spiders work. And you get yeah. like caught in the web, and then they wrap you. And when you, after they wrap you, they bite Inject you with poison. You. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like a. Well, actually, I think sometimes they'll like they'll bite them before they inject you and that's like a paralytic thank you and then they wrap people and then they eject they will inject again and that like 
to get graphic, basically just kind of preps the meal and then the spiders like will fuck off for a few minutes and come back and then eat the victim. It um, liquefies them, so they just suck them uh, so, Yeah. So, is the victim for a mo- like a certain amount of time, is it aware that it's been mummified and is going to be eaten? Yeah, a little, I don't I think guess. so. I think once they get- I, I genuinely don't know, because I don't think they've ever like investigated it and I'm not a spider- a spider doctor. Or <laughs> you're, not a spi- you're not a you're spider? spider? I'm not a spider. Um, <laughs> Damn. But I Fuck. think it's- yeah. I, I imagine it's like once they get racked, um, they, they go sleepy time. Well, yeah, because it's, ne- it's never really been done on the scale of humans outside of horror fiction, so you don't have a creature which is capable of um, rational thought, like, to the extent that humans are. Yeah, yeah, but, like, animals know when they're trapped, right? So I feel like even if they're paralyzed, if they're still somewhat awake, they would know, like, well, I'm awake, but I can't move, so I'm in danger. May I? Uh, I you saying that first has reminded me of a um, quote from a poem from one of the poems we have to do for the leaving cert. May I read <laughs> it? Yes, please go. Can Can you guess who, who which poet it is, Hannah? I did it my leaving cert a few years before you, so mine's going to be different. It's either Keats, Hopkins. Um, is it a lady or a doc or a male? Poet. Is it a lady or a Doc Martin? Um, a lady or a doctor? It's a It's a man. It's a man? Is it a romantic poet? No. Or is it... Oh, fuck. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's John Montague's Killing the Pig. Um, oh, I didn't where, mean Montague, so yeah. Uh, right. But they're talking about how they're bringing a pig, because he used to live on a farm, a pig to the slaughter. Uh, and he said, you know, um, where is it now? He says, uh, they're not dumb. You know, they, they, they cry out, they're dumb. They will not go singing to the slaughter. So, yeah. 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 On that cheery note, I think we're ready for spoiler zone. Anyone, yeah. Yeah. Any last minute comments? All good? No, yeah. All we're good. all good. All good. So for anyone who hasn't listened to the show before, congratulations on getting it this far. Really, this has been... This has been a recording. Um, so what we do for the spoiler zone is that the other three are going to jump into... Not really the other three. I get yeeted out into the spoiler zone. or the, Which is uh, Lost John's Cave. <laughs> Lost John, I get sent into Lost John's Cave. And these three talk about the show with spoilers. So, yeah. We'll be back in a few minutes to round up our discussion of that. We'll see you then. Well, I'll be back. These three will stay with you for the entire time. I'm going to go make tea and chill out with a spider. Skip ahead to one hour, four minutes and eight seconds if you wish to avoid series spoilers. Okay. Spider time. Right. Hannah? So so obviously it's... it's Really? Sorry. I was just going to say, like, obviously it is the spider. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I was going to say that Hannah's really on the right track with... Yeah, thing you know, saying, like entity following him, and it's like you are correct. And <laughs> manifestations, and... <laughs> like that, Anna. Yeah, yeah, she's doing really well with these. Uh, with I'm these just now wondering, since we've now made the connection with Squirm, because Squirm is, um, corruption, right? Yeah. 
So, yeah. like, are, is is uh, the spider connect? Like, is it working together with the corruption? Are they somehow linked? Well, hmm. hmm. Well, or are they working against each other? That could be. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna do. So- I'm gonna do some investigative. Yeah, because the the little worms are definitely corruption, and the spider is yes, the spider. But isn't there an episode later that explains what the spider is doing here? Doesn't Carlos Vitri get mentioned again tangentially? That's the I'm word. Gonna, I'm gonna yeah, in the Google continuity Carlos. section of the wi- of the wiki. It says yeah. Carlos is mentioned in Magnus 123, where his name is found in the code of a web-related website. Uh, Mag 123 yeah, is web development. Oh. Yeah, yeah, but I think because the spider is all you know, it's the web is making its plans, are laying its traps, and you know, preparing everything. Mm-hmm. So, what did it want with Carlos Vitri? Why was this part of the ground design? I, I was wo- I was wondering earlier when I made the connection with Quorum. I know it's because they mentioned Carlos living in an apartment, and that mm-hmm. made me wonder. I thought this was where Martin was gonna be sent in the basement to then find Jane Prentice. But I don't think it's the same building, right? I don't think so either. And I have because a new then computer. That's, that's the gun. So, that would be the connection between like the corruption and the spider. Then, if Carlos and Jamie Prentice lived at the same building, but I don't think that's the case. Oh, hmm. I wrote stuff down about this, but my document yeah. is Check on your my conspiracy document. <laughs> it's well, on see... my old laptop. I can't. It's annoying oh, no. me. Yeah. The thing, the thing could just be that, like. It's the web manipulating someone, but also like, isn't the isn't the corruption like doesn't it manifest just in like loads of crawling insects like verminophobia? Um, mm-hmm. So like him seeing all the spiders everywhere and knowing there must be ones he can't see could be uh, like a manifestation of the corruption, maybe. Yeah, it might be both of them because Johnny already also said that it's not always super clear. Like, yeah. sometimes they overlap. So it could be kind of a combination. Hmm. One of the things... One of the things I appreciated was that... Because we've kind of made, like, the big overt connection where it's like, yeah, this ties into Squirm, into the main plot of Season 1, right? Mm. That's the, the main takeaway from this episode. Yeah. Squirm is, you know, the little worms are on the rise. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciated... That this is this uh, with Major Tom. This lays the path for the series with cats who have job titles as names. Yes. <laughs> so you have the major, and then eventually we'll get to Georgie's cat, the admiral. Yes. yes. That's also a continuation of cats related to entities, or like involved with entities in some way. Yeah. By the way, Faust, you were right. I was looking. I was looking stuff up online, and it does say it's episode 22 when 
Martin, it says that Martin went to Carlos Fitri's flat and mm -hmm. he did find. What did he find? Oh. Is he that yeah, that's where he went to, into the basement. That's where he broke into the basement in Carlos Fitri's apartment building. Oh, hey, there we go. Hmm. Nice. Epic poggers. <laughs> so maybe. Oh, but that might be it, though, because John needs to get marks from all of the entities to be able to become the archivist, right? Yes. So yeah. the spider has been setting John up since the beginning to receive those marks. Yes. And John got the mark from the corruption because Jane Prentice attacked the institute. Yes, yes. So but that's it. what she's setting up. So she yeah. set up Carlos because then Martin goes to check it out and Martin leads the, leads the corruption to the institute. Yes, and that, that leads to getting the mark. Yes, that's it. Hey, we've got it. I knew she was setting up something. Yeah. Hmm. I, on that as well, one of the things that I wanted to bring up, where it's like, you can't really prove this kind of thing, but it's really interesting that Carlos is haunted by trauma relating to spiders from his childhood. Yes. And both... Um, John and oh what's her name the spider the spider lady Annabelle Kane, Annabelle Kane yeah where both uh, Annabelle Kane and John are set up as parallels almost where they've got web trauma yeah. from childhood mm -hmm. where John is an unwilling avatar of uh, the web's design whereas uh Annabelle Kane actively serves the web. And now we have Carlos, who's uh, forced into serving the web's plans through childhood spider trauma. It's interesting yeah, like, how a lot of options of... Sorry, Elke. No, that's fine. It's just, it's interesting how a lot of the fears start with childhood trauma. Like, it's really a recurring... A lot theme. of things start with childhood trauma. Yeah, but <laughs> obviously. Yeah, I, I, I like the way they set it up. Yeah, I feel like it shows like the three different options of how, like how an encounter with the spider can end. Either mm -hmm. you become a willing avatar, or you become an unwilling avatar, or you just straight up die. Like that's it. Mm. Yeah, the spider is definitely the most insidious of the fears. Yes, you know, absolutely. Like as the uh, at the end of the series it's you know it's the only one that can think for itself and outside of mere like sating yes. its hunger yeah like yeah that's the whole thing so we have fight and flight and then we're like well also there's freeze but then also there's fawn so there's four what? fawn where you like fall in love with a thing yeah oh we're given to it yeah, you uh, you give into it where it's like, oh well, guess I'm a servant of this now. Yeah, F A W N, like the animal. Um, so that's really like the ways you can go. Where John is, John is flight. Annabelle is fawn, kind of, and Carlos Vittori, I guess, is flee because he, you know, he he keeps moving house until it eventually yeah. catches up with it. It's it's I not also fight though because he keeps trying to kill us. <laughs> yeah. 
I want to see a wacky slapstick comedy that's just Carlos Fittery trying to kill spiders in increasingly <laughs> wacky hijinks. Drop an anvil on him. Yeah. That's an in- Where are all the anvils gone? <laughs> so Waiko came into the anvil shop and bought them all. What was raving about spiders? Yeah. My brother, my brother contends that they were all melted down because we have no need for anvils anymore, and that's a bit disappointing if that's the case. That just reminded me of the Sleeping Beauty story, where it's like, yeah, they destroyed all of the all of the spinning yeah. wheels except one. Yeah, but it's also like no one ha- no one in a pre-industrial civilization had to make any clothes. What? Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> anyway, I was going to say something. What was it? Relevant? It was going to be relevant, you guys. <laughs> this episode is very chaotic. What was it? No, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. Yes, it was. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. It was. Do you guys think that John's own trauma with the spider is what's preventing him from seeing or wanting to admit yeah. that this is because that's what makes it in hindsight work for me that at this point John is still like no 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 this is all perfectly fine because yeah, he just he has his own trauma and he's running away from it yeah now that you've pointed it out that seems super obvious I just hadn't made the connection mm. I yeah I read something similar to this on on the Magnus Archives Reddit now see if I can find it real quick um it's to do with you remember how like later on he's um compelling statements from just members yeah. of the public because he needs to feed yeah uh, let's see <laughs> there's just gonna be a big part of silence I don't know, I, like it's so hard yeah. <laughs> to find it's so hard to find things on Reddit it's okay you have time and you can just cut this dead yeah. bit out and of course I didn't save it or anything. I don't know. Uh, I wanted to find it so I could credit the original poster. Um, so if you hear this, I'm really sorry. I can't find it. Um, but well, anyway. you can always reach out to us, and then we can. Yeah, yeah we can credit them after. Yeah. So basically, it's to do with the fact that when he um, when he's compelling statements, it says, "Oh, he's gotten it from like five people or whatever total," but we only hear maybe two of them. And basically, people in the comments were theorizing that um, we're only hearing some because the tape recorders only appear for some which are directly related to, like, the entities and stuff. And so they're saying, like, the web is manipulating it so John thinks it's not that bad what he's doing. And, you know, it's putting the tape recorder there and, like, you know, oh, no one will know about these other three you know, because we're we're not recording these, you know, so you can feast away on innocent people's trauma to your heart's content. So, like, the web really is, it, like, again, this is another thing we're not going to get any confirmation on one way or the other. But, you know, it's, um, like, it really is pulling the strings in every aspect of poor Johnny's life. Yeah. Poor John. Poor John. Sucks to suck. Yeah, cause... <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. I was gonna say, cause, cause just 
even giving him the trauma in childhood could have been a very conscious decision also because it would prevent it would keep John from wanting to see all the supernatural stuff so in a, it essentially buys her time to do stuff when while John is choosing to remain ignorant yeah all right is there anything else we need to say about this episode I don't think I think we've made most of the major connections with other plots. Yeah, I love that much. Hannah got the the street as well. I'm not only yeah, obsessed. <laughs> Damn. Mm. I'm so impressed by that. Okay, do we call her back? Yes. Yeah. Return to us, Hannah. Return. Hello. Hello. So, do you want to begin with predictions? Yeah. Do you guys have any leading questions for me, or do I just need to ramble on by myself for a few minutes? Do you think worms... Do you think worms... Do you think worms dream of electric spiders? Oh boy. (laughs) That was so specific and so quick. Thank you. Don't you know that reference? No. Android stream of electric oh. sheep. It's what um, it's what Blade Runner is based on. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I don't know Blade Runner. Like what I know the, the name. Fuck is wrong. <laughs> All right. Next <laughs> time we hang <laughs> out. Yes. I next got... time we hang out, we're gonna watch Blade Runner. Yeah. Aha. Good movie. Wait. Sorry. A little bit There's like a one scene that's a little bit questionable because you know standards have changed over the last forty years. Then the second one's real fucking good. Sorry, now you're going to say something. No, I found the Reddit post. This won't apply to you, Hannah, because we were talking about it in spoiler chat, but I couldn't find it to credit the original poster. Uh, so the original post is was posted by user One Quark Rules Them All, mm-hmm. and then the the commenters are uh, that I mentioned in the widening gyre. Yeah, that cool. yeah, that's it there. So now we have we have they're officially credited. Um, Amazing. Um, so for, uh, spoiler zone, or spoiler predictions, I should say, Jesus, um, no leading questions, so you just want me to make some predictions by myself? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Look, Um, you, you found the street on your own. You can figure out the end game of episode 200. (laughs) (laughs) I think, yeah, I think this, um... We're starting to see it now, where the prediction, the predictions are coming back into the episodes again. So I do think that there's gonna be more worm shenanigans. Um, it just seemed like there's been 16 episodes, and it's the second time we've had an, a bug incident, a bug-related thing to do with Archway, um, and that's. Road, which name I can't pronounce, so I think that's going to turn up again. If it doesn't, I'd be very surprised because it's rule of threes and all that. And yeah, I guess that's the main thing so far. Maybe more victims of whatever more bug related stuff. It's interesting, it doesn't seem like the worms so far haven't been like I don't know if the worms are the cause of it or they're just a sign of it if that makes sense because like Carlos says he sees the worms but then 
he's just like, oh, there was an infestation of it, and then his all his stuff was spiders. So is that just, you know, the worms are a sign of things, and then what ha- happened to Harriet was she was like the host, um, or is it just that these are it's like a, a coincidence, and maybe in it's all insects, or maybe it's always the worms, and he's this guy had a his own insect shenanigans. They were like, we'll do that instead. I don't know. Um, that'll be interesting to see what the deal with that is. And yeah, besides that, I don't really have a anything you know, more. You know those posts on Twitter? They're like, you're ten times as likely to see something you're scared of, and then people go yeah. like, oh no, I'm scared of whatever hot actor. <laughs> I feel like Os- not Oscar Carlos, and be like, oh no, I'm scared of spiders. Yeah. The real life equivalent of. Yeah, I guess. And then when it comes to Uncanny Valley, um, there's not a lot to go off for this one. I think uh, we should cast Faust. I think we should cast Angela. We should count- that. No, no. <laughs> we should we should cast. Cast. No, Faust will know what we're talking, what I'm talking about. Okay. I think we should cast Angela's cat as Major Tom. Mm, yes. Oh. But, but, you know, the other two, I'll see if I can find a picture of my friend's cat. Yes. Um, Angela sends us so many pictures of Irash, we should definitely There should be. One. It's a big orange cat. Uh, yeah. uh, yes, that should be Major Tom, is mm. what I'm saying. Hmm. And I'm then, thinking. Yes. No, that's it. <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> um, how old do we think Carlos is? Because I have two people that I like, that I'm considering, but it depends on how old we think Carlos is. So, I feel like 30s? Early 30s? Okay. That means so, I have to save one of my characters, or one of my actors, so. So, he was... He says he is 6 years old in 1991. Oh, yeah, we have actual maths. Do <laughs> Hannah. <laughs> Hannah, numbers. Hannah, Hannah, Hannah numbers. So, he, if he's 6 in 1991, that means he was born in 1985. And this story takes place in... 2015. So he was 30 on the dot. Hey, my guess is correct. Okay. Alright, now I've just got to Google how old this actor is to see whether it will, um... Line up? What, yeah, like, to a, an okay degree. Uh, oh yeah! Yeah, he's 42, so that like that's probably fine, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, for the role of Carlos Viteri, I humbly submit for the court's perusal Oscar Isaac. Oh, I'm reading my mind. I literally keep saying Oscar instead of Carlos because I just saw a tweet about Oscar Isaac. No, I don't think it's Oscar. I think like I don't think I it's think Oscar. I think it's I think this is a pasty ass white dude. Like Oh, I didn't think white, but I think more regular looking. Oscar Isaac is too special. Too hot. Yeah. <laughs> too hot. Um, special to be Carlos. Carlos is like a regular looking dude. Yeah, I feel like Carlos is too much of a weenie. Like, Oscar Isaac isn't scared of spiders. Maybe he is. I could be wrong. We can tweet Oscar Isaac. Hey, are you scared of spiders? Uh, (laughs) Alright, fuck it, I'm doing it. Don't tweet. No. It'd be hilarious if he doesn't have Twitter. You you keep doing this while I find out whether he has Twitter. I don't Oscar Isaac for kissing Jessica Chastain. He must be getting so many notifications. Oscar Isaac F4? No. 
best of Oscar Isaac at Archive Oscar. He doesn't have a Twitter, it seems. Ask best oh, of Oscar wow. Isaac. They must be obsessed enough to know it. That's a cute cat. Yeah, right. It's a um, major problem now. No, it's like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like Oscar, I know we've cast a lot of big name roles, but I feel like I don't want Oscar just to be like, I don't want to see him covered up in Spider. I know. Do you know who would be funny to cast as uh, Carlos? Who? Elijah Wood. <laughs> I was joking. Yeah. 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 Sam. Yeah. No, no. He's a, he plays Frodo. He's already yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I was thinking in the same direction, just a different <laughs> character. <laughs> um, how old is Elijah Wood? Elijah Wood's uh, like... 50? No. 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 <laughs> Impossible. He's 40. <laughs> Oh, yes, yeah, wow. so we could do that. Yes, Elijah Wood for Carlos. Well, let the fans decide. Elijah Wood or uh, Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. I, don't want, I don't want Oscar to go wait, out of battery. Wait, wait, Hold on. You wouldn't mind if Elijah died by Spider-Man. Hey, no, I, lo- I really like Elijah Wood. He's quite funny, what? actually. Hmm. I like him in that really bad uh, Meteorite movie. No clue what you're talking about. No. He's in a really, he's in a, it's not deep in, is it deep in that? It might be deep in that. Um, what about Simon Pegg? <laughs> Simon Pegg could be good too. We're, Simon we're Pegg, keep... but like Hot Fuzz era Simon Pegg. Yeah. Can you please send me a picture of whatever Hot Fuzz era Simon Pegg Have you not seen Hot Fuzz? Hot Fuzz Elka. is real fucking good. Oh, Elka, tie Faust down to a chair and make them watch. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Look, I'm gonna tell you guys now because you keep being shocked. I have seen a surprising little, surprisingly little small. amount of like things, small amount of like iconic movies. Most of them I will not have seen. It's on Netflix, so you can watch it fairly easily. It's um, directed by Baby Driver Man. It's it's Hot Fuzz and then there's another one and they're both like, they're, it's there's Hot Fuzz. Yeah, there's a, it's Hot Fuzz it's the a, zombie one. It's a comedy. No, Hot Fuzz is the cop one. Wait, is Hot Fuzz the one where he's like buddy cops? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think no, I've no, seen Oscar Isaac's hot. Sorry. Um, I think I've seen Hot. Wait, I'm gonna Google Hot Fuzz. So there's three of them. There's it, they're called the Cornetto trilogy. So yeah, one of yeah. them is the first one is Shaun of the Dead. Of the Dead. And yeah. that's that's the zombie one. Then it's Hot Fuzz, which is like he's a. He's like a, a gritty yeah. cop who gets sent to this like a small village. Yeah, I've, I've seen Hot Fuzz. I haven't seen Shaun of the Dead. And then the third one is End of the World, which is like I actually oh, really like End of the World. End. Oh, at World's yeah. End. I've seen Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz is good. Um, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. yeah. Oscar actually, did Hamlet. Actually, Sorry. that brings up a thing now. If we're casting people who have been in Edgar Wright films, that opens the door to finally we can cast Anya Taylor Joy. As someone in this, we have I'm... wildly just—we <laughs> have wildly, but uh, like Anya Taylor Joy. We haven't See? met anyone yet to fit Anya Taylor Joy. Hmm. Yeah. We'll keep mm. her in the, the mm. archives for later. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna type you a message in spoiler who... chat. I I know who she could play. I know who. She... who? The, the the character I mentioned as my one of my favorites in the Q and A episode. 
already forgotten who that was. <laughs> now, That's like two uh, months ago. I'll come over which chat is the spoiler? The Watcher's, the Watcher's Crown. Yeah, and how I've... do I write this person's... Yes. Um, I feel like Oscar Isaac is a great actor to be in the TV show or movie adaptation of the Magnus Archive, but I feel like he's such a good... You know he plays, he plays you know Sorrow so well that you want him to be like, just get his fucking... Maybe he can play Tim, I don't know. Maybe don't know he can be like. the one... Um, the dude with the dreams of people dying. Oh! Um, Oliver Banks? So the 11, Dreamer? That is... Anthony Blake? Oh yeah, Anthony Blake. Did we cast anyone as Anthony Blake? Like Anyways, um, <laughs> listeners, if any of you guys have any, if you approve or disapprove of our selections for the Uncanny Valley, whether it be Oscar Isaac, Elijah Wood, or Hot Fuzz Leather, uh, Air, Simon Pig, you can tweet or email us uh, your opinions about them. You can tweet us at Archive Admirers on Twitter. It's also Archive Admirers on Tumblr.com or Archive, archive Admirers at Gmail.com. We, we we did the brand and real fucking good. That was that was that was one thing we we did okay. Hmm. Um, and you can also uh, yes. review us on on Podchaser, which will be linked yeah. in the description. Amazing. Um, so yeah. other people can find our show. Yes. Uh, before we 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 plug our personal plugs, guys. Is there anything you wanna? Any last minute comments about the episode you wanna talk about, or are we all good? Which one is next episode? Next episode's going to be episode 17, which is... The Bone uh, Turner's Bone Turner. Ooh. Oh, I think that if I remember it right, I think I love this one. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> if I remember it right, I think I love this one. Nice. <laughs> yeah, wait. Let me check. Yeah, no, it's the, I, yeah, it's the one you're thinking of, I think. Um, yeah, it's a good one. When yeah. Faris is checking, uh, Nigel, what's your Twitter? Uh, my Twitter is at Spicy Nigel, where what have I tweeted about recently? I have tweeted about going into my profile. Oh, I had a brilliant tweet this morning. And by brilliant, I mean two people liked it, but I thought it was hilarious. Um, tweet this morning, which is, ju- <laughs> which is just horse race, but with guns. <laughs> That's just F1. Um. <laughs> yeah, but then... Um, Felix, my friend Felix, responded with "For the people or the horses," and it's just like, yes, both. Yeah. Admittedly, my original plan was that the jockeys would shoot at one another, but not the horses. Cause we're not shooting horses. Uh, they would just shoot at one another. But also, if yeah. we gave the horses guns instead of like hooves or something. I mean, I foresee several issues, but okay. Look, let me have my dream. (laughs) Okay. Horse race, but with guns. Alright, alright. I agree with you, Nigel. Yeah. Uh, Faust, do you want to plug anything on the internet? I am on Twitter at Oath of Jocks, where I've been talking mostly about Star Wars, as usual. Uh... I think it's been mostly just Star Wars this week. It's good shit. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um. God fucking damn it, I got haikued. 
if you want to go follow me on the internet, please don't. Um, but if you really have to, um, you can find me over at Curly Com Time, where today, as of recording, the Dutch Grand Prix just happened, and Max won, and I'm very, very happy. And my curse is, guys, my curse has been lifted. Like, I didn't realize you, you had a curse. I had, um, the, any time I had watched anything Formula One related, so not like just the weekend, like any time I sat down and was like, I'm going to watch something live, a driver would crash. No. Oh. Yeah, or not crash, or something would happen and the race would be, like, delayed. Like, it's very funny. People who um, listen to the Q&A, you would have ta- heard me talk about the Belgium Grand Prix. Belgium Grand Prix? Fucking waste of my time. Four hours of televised raids. I've never been more upset in my life. I'm now angry at the entire nation of Belgium. Like, <laughs> That's where we all We always are. <laughs> um, but it was in the Netherlands. and Not a drop of rain. Really boring race. But um, at least it was a race. But yeah. Um, do better. Um, yeah. Yeah, I wish, but I don't think it's gonna happen in our lifetime. That's Belgium fair. will always be uh, wet and horrible. Yeah. In fairness, Ireland's normally wet and horrible, so I can't. I really. It's what's that expression? Throwing shit in glass houses. Um, yeah. People in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. Bricks. Yeah. Throw stones. Yeah. Hannah, why are you throwing shit? <laughs> this raises just... so many more questions. I watched a video, that is an expression, Google it, I'm not, you know, crazy, but, uh, did you guys not watch the trailer for He's Gotta Have It? That's ruined my life. No. Um, no. no. They, remade, they remade a movie called She's Gotta Have It with, a, like, two TikTok stars. And, like, you know, in, like, in bad team rom-coms, they have a moment yeah. where it's, like, the bad boy and the girl, like, get to get to know each other. Yeah. Um, in this movie, how it happens is she falls off a horse into a pile of shit, and then they lovingly throw horse shit at one another. Oh, um, no. Ew. Yeah. Are, you, are, are you thinking of he's all that? Yeah, he's all, he's that, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that pop up, but I've been ignoring it because it can't be good. It just it's not. It just they cannot. Throw sh- they throw shit at each other. Just watch mm. the original one. That's yeah. that's good. Um, okay. Grant. Amazing. Okay. Let's cool. stop here. It's yes. so chaotic. Um. We're okay, doing enjoyed. great, guys. Hope you enjoyed listening this week, Elka. Is there anything you want to plug? No, I never, I never want to plug anything. I feel yeah. bad not asking you, but yeah. I always do. Yeah, you should. You can keep asking me. I enjoy saying no. no. <laughs> you um, can't find me on the internet or anywhere else. I will find you. Um, that family here is just me <laughs> slapping myself on on the forehead. Um, right. Okay, we've been recording an hour and forty minutes. How? How uh, wonderful. Okay. All right, listen. There's we'll so see much you in... bullshit in there. There's so much bullshit. We'll see you in two weeks' time for episode 17, a bow turner, a bone turner's tale, not a boner turner's. <laughs> um, ooh, that's a Freudian slip. Um, yeah. It's We're 8% of the way through the Magnus Archives, guys. Woohoo! It's Halloween <laughs> this week, I'm pretty sure, if I've done the dates right. right. Enjoy yourselves, stay safe. Um, uh, don't give kids candy. That's kind of defeats the entire point of it, doesn't it? Um, yeah, do give kids candy. Don't yeah, give yeah. kids candy. Fuck those little things. Free, free odors. Just give me all the candy. You'll find me around Halloween. Yeah. Um, it's the one day a year. 
Yes, where I can be found. Yes. in a serial plane. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, scrub up, get good, or get gone. All right, we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>